Welcome to Because I Said So, a podcast where we amplify youth voices and use age to better understand the world around us. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you find us. It really, really helps others find this podcast. I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, everybody. We have one very, very, very special guest today. Her name is Ava. Ava, do you want to introduce yourself? Hey, guys. Um, My name's Ava. I'm one of Virginia's really good friends from, like, running a long time ago. And, yeah, today I'm going to be talking about um, special education in the public school system. It's very near and dear to my heart because I went through that system. And, yeah, it's, it's been a part of my life, definitely. Yeah. And so first, I think it's kind of important that we just talk a little bit about what special ed is and what that means. So can you tell us firstly what it includes? Yeah. So special education in the public school system, there's basically like, I think, three forms. And one of them would be like for the more extreme, which would be like nonverbal and like um, physical disabilities, like wheelchairs and things. And then like what I had was like, a 504 plan or an IEP and I had an IEP and that's basically like equal education and equal opportunities for everybody so like it's basically like describing how like some students need like let's say um if the teacher would need to have a mic in the classroom to make it equal for everybody like they would need to hear just as well as everybody else or need like extended time or like emotional support just to make it like equal access and like learning opportunities for everybody. And then there's the 504 plan, which is very close, like super similar to an IP, but it's almost more like medical. So like if you have stomach issues, you could get like a free pass to the nurse during like a class or like um, things like that. Yeah. Okay. And for those things, Um, Do they all require like a specific diagnosis or medical diagnosis Um, or is there like a certain like grade if it's like a learning disability or is it how is that kind of carried out? So for 504 plans, it's like you have to get a doctor's note or like a note from a therapist or a psychiatrist like describing your condition and like they approve that you can get like services in IEP, it's like so normally they test you. So they'll have like a school psychologist come in and test you for like ADHD or like ADD or things like dyslexia, or you can get tested by like a doctor outside of um, school, which is that's really good too. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know a little bit about how some of it's carried out in schools because I remember. Um, just like things in elementary school, like sometimes even having like special classes and things like that. But in your experience, how has that kind of been carried out? Yeah. So for like basically the services that you get, like with these two plans is like you can get um, extended time and like accommodations on assignments. Like they might like um, give you an alternative assignment or something like they'll shorten it. Or you get, like, um, a different, like, testing site. Like, if you, like, struggle testing in, like, a certain room. Um, And then there's, like, emotional support, which I think is super important. Like, having a teacher to go to 
when like you kind of start to like break down and you just need like extra help and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, kind of an important thing that I think comes with that. And I think like the visibility of it is stigma. And I want to first kind of talk about with students. So what age did you first kind of like see the issue of maybe stigma surrounding you just from like peers? Yeah. So I like kind of started to like pay attention to the whole thing because I started getting help like in kindergarten and then I kind of noticed like I was the only one and you know from a young age that's hard to like because you just want to be like your friends like you just want to be like everybody else yeah, and you don't but, like you're being pulled aside yeah you don't know why and that's like that's really hard from a young age to like understand that and no have nobody explaining it to you and then it's like, I got into like third grade. It was like, people started to ask me and they're like, why are you always leaving the room? And I was like, I like, didn't want to tell them. So I would like make stuff up. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I left to go to a 30 minute doctor's appointment, which like just doesn't make sense. But I was like, so horrified of like what they would think. And like, I mean, I know like definitely some of my friends would have been like totally like accepting and cool about it. But like, then again, like we're third graders or like fourth graders and still don't really have like a grasp on like differences and like that it's okay to like need help. And I do remember this one time, like I, everybody in my third grade class kind of was aware that there was like groups of kids like leaving and like coming back to the class. And I remember we did this, like, it was like this project service fair and we had to like count up all of our money that was going back to the school. And it took me like forever and I couldn't count it. Cause I, you know, I struggled with like just, I had like slow processing and it was hard for me to like count the money that quickly. And I felt like I was like under pressure. Mm-hmm. So finally the teacher had to come over and like help me. And like the whole class was watching and it was like, it was super embarrassing for me. And I was walking to bring the money up and this kid like started clapping his hands. And he was like, Oh, good job, Ava. Like you finally did it. Like, and it was in a really like, it was like a condescending way. Like it wasn't like good job. Cause like who would say that? And that was when I was like, Whoa, like do people like was like and it was kind of like oh like maybe he's just making fun and stuff like that but then again it was still kind of like people are like kind of weird about this stuff like it's like the like they think it's weird that somebody might be a little slower in school or like need extra help and stuff like that yeah yeah no absolutely and I think it's like one thing is interesting that like you were already like ashamed so young like kind of then before any of that happened like it was almost like this innate like oh I'm different like I can't I can't (laughs) do it but also yeah yeah the way that like kids also had such like an innate almost sense of I don't know I don't want to call maybe like discrimination isn't the right word but like kind of in a way of like judgment like it just innately if yes yeah taking a little longer and it's like of course now I think you know as like teenagers and like almost adults legally um like we're like okay like there's so many different things that can make that like a little happen like a little slower like you said like learning stuff or like socioeconomic stuff like opportunities but it's like when you're so yeah it's interesting that like (laughs) kids are just like sometimes just kind of like naturally a little bit mean like that and I think that's yeah yeah it's like they just don't like understand yet and it's I feel like that's tough because it's like you nobody really understands and I feel like I mean I I think from some such a young age like that's difficult but like and to explain to somebody so young like what's going on but I feel like an explanation or like them saying something about it 
could be beneficial because I think that what like happens with like how they go about sometimes with that or like with the special education services or how like other students will treat you kind of like affects your self-esteem for like a while. And it's kind of like a big blow. Cause like, I mean, I can attest to that like personally, cause like it was, I mean, it was hard for me. I would like pretend that like, I wouldn't tell people about it. Cause I was like ashamed almost and like embarrassed that like I needed extra help. Cause of just like, I don't know. It was, it was kind of like almost like the upbringing of the whole situation, like made me feel like a certain way. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's also can be like such a precursor for things like later in life, like having that kind of almost, I don't want to say self-imposed isolation, but like in a way, just by seeing like what other kids, how they're acting or even just manifesting that kind of in your own mind being like, oh, yes, exactly. There's that isolation and then it kind of becomes conflated with like self-worth and then that can lead to things like anxiety and depression later on, which just Mm -hmm. makes it worse. And I think that I also, I remember um, when I, because in elementary school, our school was kind of like the designated special education school for like our area. Um, And so there was like a very large special education program there. But I remember like when you did kind of ask questions, it was almost kind of like very hush hush. It was like, oh, well, that's like special education. And it's like, it it wasn't in a disrespectful way, but it, it was in a way that was just very like, did not give children an explanation. And I feel like kind of yeah. bottling kids are almost being like, they don't, they don't, they won't be able to understand it makes it worse. Cause then you just increase the stigma. Cause then you're, it's like this thing that is just totally you don't talk about. And you're like, what is going on? <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. I think like, I think teachers spreading awareness and like people in the school system from a young age could be really beneficial and like telling people like actually explaining what it is. And then like, it's okay to get help in school. Like it's okay to get help in life. Cause like, I think that's a, people are almost like ashamed. It's like, I feel like you grow up thinking like you, you have to like be capable to do everything and like almost be the best at it. But like, I think at times we forget to like stop and be like, it's okay to like get help because everybody's different and everybody like struggles in different ways. And like, that doesn't make you like more or less of a person, but like, I think teaching that and kind of like instilling that, like those like morals and expectations in school from like a young age could be super like beneficial for like everybody. Right. And I feel like it it is hard because like when you're at that age, teachers and adults in general are like, praising you for independence or like praising you for hitting these like milestones and everything. And it's like, I get that. Like, I do understand that, but I feel like there's a way where you can like teach your children or independence or like congratulate them on being able to do something without making that like the ideal. And so then, like you said, it's like, then it comes to a point of like, Oh, I get praised when I do it by myself and I don't ask for help. And that is like something that like, I'm thinking about like in my own life, it's like, uh, that is it's been ingrained in us since we were so little to like do it on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think like there's like a mindset that I think that teachers could use, like kind of like growth instead of like, I don't know how you could say it, but like focusing on growth and not so much like, like I need to get this to move on to the next step, but like, how can I like be better kind of like that? And like, how can I grow in this like, Cause I think it's impressive when students like ask for help from teachers like that, that should be something that should be like almost like rewarded or 
yeah, something like that. Yeah. And it's, it is interesting now. It's like, I feel like now our teachers are like, um, you really, you guys really need to ask more questions. You guys really need to ask. For help. We're like, we were literally basically yeah. inadvertently kind of taught. Don't ask for help. <laughs> like for our whole yeah, life. Yeah, seriously. So, yes. And kind of talking about teachers. I was curious if you, there was ever any shaming. Honestly, I feel like it's, it seems like it might be almost more likely to happen. Like when you're older, a little bit more, like if there's any shaming by teachers at all, like anything that kind of was just like, things people might not have realized that they said what like did harm you regardless of intention yeah so like going through just like elementary school I never really had any teachers that would like verbally be like like this is so bad like you did in fact like in some grades when I did have special education like teachers they were like so great and it's so easy to tell like and appreciate the good ones from the bad ones. I think like that goes for a lot of things in life. But fourth grade, I did have a special education teacher who almost like was like manipulation. And like, it was like, she would be like, if you don't do this, like I'll like, I'll tell this person. And it was like, and it was like, it was like, I was being taken advantage of, like, because I'm in this special education group, like she can treat me like whatever way she wants to. And it was just, it was really tough. And it was a big blow on my self-esteem. It was like, it was like, I guess like, I, I almost felt like I was like trapped in a box. Like, this is who I am. Like, I am like, I am stupid. Like, that's a harsh word, but like, that's how I felt. And it was like, and my friends saw it and it was like getting constantly pulled out of class and like getting yelled at, which was like, it was a lot. Like, it was just getting help in school. And she turned it into something that was like, I was, I had so much anxiety about it. Like I was like, would go home and like cry. And I was like scared to go back to school. And like, she like, this is like definitely an extreme, but like, it's definitely something that can happen in these like programs to make a child feel like horrible. And like, it's a, it's a big thing that like stays with you for life. Like, it's like, it was just like, it was really scary. And like, I would, I, I didn't want to like be in her room ever. And there was a time where my mom like emailed her and was like, Hey, like, could Ava be in the regular, like focus, like study group? And she was like, I walked in that day and she was like, so I heard like, you didn't want to be in here. And I was like, what? Like, I was like, I can, I was like, I can be in here if you want me to. She was like, well, guess what? Like, you don't get to make the decisions. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like looking back on it now, I'm like, this is literally special education class. Like she was treating it like it was like, she was like, it was, it was like a dictatorship. It was something, it was just weird. And it was like, so it was scary. And like, I finally, like, we finally moved schools, like to go somewhere else. And like, that was refreshing, but it was like, it made me feel like I was like, it just made me feel like horrible in so many different ways. And she kind of just made me feel like I was just dumb. And that was like a big thing that was like, wow, like. I guess I am just like, and then it was like, almost like subconsciously, I kept thinking that. And I was like, I, I mean, like I am stupid and I would just say it out loud and people would be like, well, that's kind of weird that she's saying that, but it was like ingrained in me almost. And then like, it took me a while to realize like, I just needed help in certain things. And it like, it wasn't like, I was like an idiot or anything, but that's the way that like, it shows how, like how much of an impact teachers or like programs like that can have on you, like good or bad. So that was definitely one of the big kind of like things that happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still remember 
um, even like in middle school. And I feel like you have gotten better from at least what I've heard you say about yourself, like the way that you talk about yourself. But I remember you saying things like I'm stupid and I would just be so taken aback because I was like, you're so, like, you truly are so intelligent. Like, I, I, I'm not just saying that because we're friends. It's so it's, sweet. Yeah, like you are. And so it was like hearing you say that, I was like, where does that come from? And I think that it's so interesting how like that can become your identity because of like one person kind of or like a series of situations that make it like your identity and I think that sometimes in in those scenarios where they are kind of like pulling you out and getting help it's like it's hard to find a balance between like yes giving you that assistance but like without making it your identity and I wanted to know a little bit well actually first I wanted to say I saw a lot of psychological and like sometimes a little bit of physical abuse to like the special education program as well. I mean, specifically those with like physical disabilities um, or I'm not, I don't know if it was like autism or um, what specifically like certain kids had, but where I think that they kind of had like a little more of maybe like along the lines of ticks or things like that. And they would do like physical ticks. And I mean, I just remember people like hitting them and like I, you would walk by and like, suddenly they would be like on the ground and it wasn't of their own volition it was like of somebody like seemed like yeah it was it was just stuff that you were like this is not right and like you said I feel like it's it's almost like (laughs) they're undermining your own intelligence like it seems like she didn't think that you would pick up on the fact that you were being manipulated in a sense yeah and I was just like I like look then it was like I immediately could tell something was wrong like it made me feel sick to my stomach and like I told my parents about it and I think like my mom had complained to the school about it she saw it too but it's like now looking back I'm like oh my god like how did that yeah and it's like crazy you know it's still happening um but yeah so I just thought I wanted to touch on that too but I wanted to also ask like switching schools do you feel like it was hard to kind of have to like reintroduce yourself and kind of reorient yourself while you still felt like this was your identity so the switching schools honestly was was kind of a blessing because the new like special education program like the the head of the program was like a super like wonderful kind woman and so she was very gentle like with her words and just the way that she talked to everybody I was still so like kind of I was still embarrassed and I was like I hated getting pulled out of class and people would still ask me and I would still kind of like make up these like these just weird excuses and stuff like that and I was I was still definitely embarrassed but like it was it was really nice having like a new like somebody that didn't I don't know I still kind of felt like I was like they kind of like put me in a box but she was not like verbally like abusive and there was no yelling and she was not mean like you know yeah yeah and I I feel like it's when you are so young and like you do kind of get put into a box I mean again like we talked about it's something that kind of like follows you and I feel like especially just in academics I think that a lot of times like what you believe about like what you can do academically like specifically like on the tests um yeah it's kind of what happens and but also like really in schools the way that we test quote-unquote intelligence is so narrow you know it's like multiple choice right these certain sentences it's like they can't really tell you how like intelligent you are even sometimes how well you know the information just based on these kind of tests and so I feel like it does kind of create almost more stigma because it draws a very 
thin line between yeah. smart and not smart, you know? Yes. Yeah. I I think, like, it's really, I think it almost creates, like, just kind of, like, um, almost, like, foreshadows, like, what people just, like, think of themselves. Like, people get put in that box sometimes, and I've kind of, like, seen it firsthand, and they're, like, they kind of just give up. And they're kind of like, well, I'm not smart. I'm not this. I'm not that. Like, I guess I just shouldn't even try anymore. And like, I mean, it would be extreme for me to say like kids like drop out because of that stuff. But I think like things like very similar to that happen is where they just, and it's like, they are capable of being very like um, successful in school, but it's like they're put into a box and their self-esteem is so low and it's like they have no motivation and when people try to help them, they're like, you're, you're out to get me. You're, you're trying to be mean to me. Like you think less of me. I don't care. Like I'm pissed off. And I've like felt the same way. It's like, I don't want your help. Like, I know what you think of me and I'm angry at you. So I'm not going to like comply here and I'm not going to work with you. And so it's like a, I think it's like a thing that like, this is something I like, I really like stress. And I think about a lot is like, I think like counseling and intervention for these kids like for those like that are able to is would be so helpful and beneficial, especially from a young age, like instilling like those, like, just kind of like, just like, um, self-esteem and just like what they think about themselves from like young age. Cause I think that would have been really like beneficial for me. Cause it just, I don't know, like, cause that's a huge thing. That's a big part of it. You don't want to try in school or be better when you're not confident in yourself and counseling is like, I think would be a huge piece to like fixing that issue, you know? Yeah, no, I think that's so true. I remember like in psychology class, like we kind of learned about a little bit of that and like how it does place you on that trajectory. Like what you are told you can do does like, it limits it. But I also think that that's so interesting. And I think that it's something that like, maybe we think about like on a cursory level, but we don't think about deep enough. Like we're always like mental health in schools, mental health in schools, but especially for things like special education programs from like a young age where it's like things are being so like ingrained in your mind. Like I think that that is so important and not to just focus on the academic part, but to really have like time to be like, Hey, just because like we're in here and we're doing like a little bit of different, like it doesn't mean anything about you. Like it really truly does not say. Yes. Anything. Yeah. 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 I, part of me wonders, cause I mean, especially talking about this, like we're talking about it in the public school system. I feel like there are a lot of resources that the public school system lacks and it's not like, I'm. there's no blame to those people who work there, but it's more of just like a fundamental kind of systemic issue of like, we don't have access to counselors. Like I'm thinking about at our school and like, yes, there are certain programs that we can go to and like get like linked into from our school. But at our school, we have three counselors for like, who like over yeah. not a thousand students yeah. in It's like, and then yeah. we have social work. And it's like, so you, there isn't that mental health help, not in an accessible way. And I'm sure it's similar at your school. And it's like, and I mean, special education programs too. Like I'm sure they're overfilled as well. Yeah. Um, I think special education and like becoming like you being a part of that job, somebody like becoming a teacher or like a TA or an aide in that job is such a, like a grueling task. And it's such a hard job. 
And I think, I mean, I could go on and on because teachers too, the pay is just so like, it's just so like low and for, for the task that they're doing, that's so much. And like each part of the special education system, like each job is so like, if you really look into it, it's the jobs are so difficult. And it's like, there's like file holders, which is um, an example of a job. And they have like multiple kids that they're supposed to take care of and have meetings for and like they're supposed to be their kind of like emotional support and always checking up on them and their schoolwork. And it's like, people just get so burnt out. And it's like, do I really want to like do this job anymore? Like the pay is so low and I'm doing so much. And then like people don't want to do the job. So there's like, there's just not, there's such a shortage on those like employees. And then that almost leads me to say like, not when there's, when there's bad, like you could say bad or just like teachers that will kind of like lash out or get upset. It's like, it's almost like they're so overworked and tired. And it's like, which like, it's not right for them to do that. But it's like, it's like, I always see that. Like, I see how, like, you're so upset because you're so overworked, you know, that whole type of thing. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you don't have the patience, like the foundation to really like, sit with me right now and give me like a little bit of extra help because you just start yeah like you said like burnt out and it's it is hard because it's like teachers are like you said get paid so little and have to work with so many students and teach like an inordinate amount of classes and it's like here's shortage is already a thing and then it's like you're coming into this very niche position that I think often gets paid less but is kind of in some ways can be more emotionally difficult and it's like you're not going to have many especially not at a public school that pays really low and so I think that we're really doing a disservice to a lot of students and I mean like you said I think like a lot of them need a diagnosis too and I'm sure there's a lot of children who just can't get that diagnosis either and who would really benefit and that worries me a lot too they're falling through the cracks and I mean I know that like this can only help to such an extent and I know that there are hard things to it such as feeling stigmatized but it's like those children I worry about sometimes even more because it's like they're probably facing a lot of similar stuff but not even getting help and it's like that is so worrying too I I totally agree yeah that's a tough thing and it's like I feel like there's so much improvement like that could be done Mm -hmm. um and it's just so hard and I think like people we could definitely do it but it's, it's tough with like schools so hard right now and how the pay is so low. And like, I honestly wonder, like, cause I've never like, do what, like, do private schools have, um, like services? Cause you're at a, what are you at? Like a magnet school or like a lottery school? Yeah. So we're still a public school. So I don't know about private schools, but I mean, I don't know exactly about private schools, but those that I do know, um, who, they don't have like learning disabilities as much um, as kind of like, mm-hmm. I mean, they have like other types of special ed things though. I've heard programs that are really good because it is like a lot more like of like a smaller ratio to like student and teacher. Yes. So it's a little bit more of like yeah. that one-on-one, but not in a way that's so like we're pulling you out of class. And maybe that's also because we're older because I'm thinking about the people that I'm thinking about are like we're in high school now, you know? Um, but it's there's mm-hmm. the same stigma around it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I have had like super, super good experiences. Like I've been so fortunate, like my high school, like I met, like 
um, my like file holder, who's like the person that has my, like all my information about like my diagnosis and is the person that's supposed to like, um, kind of just be my emotional support and keep like checking up on me and my grades. She was also my cross country coach. And it was like, so like such an incredible experience. And I kind of like saw like how much like a good, like, um, teacher kind of like in that way can make such a huge like impact on your life, just as like a bad teacher could, um, if you will. And so that was like a huge thing. And that really, like, she really, she taught me a lot of things and it honestly boosted my self-esteem. Like she she was like, you are smart. Like, I mean, everybody's smart in different ways. That's kind of like, and then the next year, like I had a different one who was still so great. Like high school, I had some very incredible, like IEP, like case holder, like teachers, but I still, I kind of struggled up until this year with just kind of like, it angered me that like, I had to get like help. Cause I was like, I don't feel like I need this. And then I remember I went up, this is like a core memory. I went up to ask my English teacher. I was like, I kind of want to take AP English my junior year. And she was like, Oh, I don't know about that, honey. And I was like, I don't know if it was cause like she knew I had an IEP or like, she was just like, no, like your grade says like otherwise, but I was kind of like, it kind of made me think, I was like, really? Like, I feel like I could be capable of that. I think it would definitely be a super hard class for me. Yeah. But yeah, I knew it was going to be tough, but like, I definitely was like, I'm capable. And then it like, it just made me so angry. And I was like, I feel like I'm, I'm still put inside a box. Like people Mm -hmm. think this of me because I have this IEP in it. And then it was like, I was so angry. I was like, it feels like a label, which it really isn't. And like, that's why I think, you know, the counseling would be so good to like, tell somebody like that, like have a professional tell you and be like, this is not a label. Like this is in your favor. It may not feel that way, but like what we're trying to do is like help you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think, well, the first thing is like your, your coach. I think that it's a really cool scenario because it is like, you have tangible evidence of like this person sees me outside of this they see me doing yes yeah that I love and succeeding in it and like I think that that's really cool and then that's also like that like hearing you talk about that teacher and it's like I don't know like who knows what her like intentions were but like it's frustrating to hear because I again knowing you like I know that you could like do so well in that course you know like and like you said like it might be hard but like you could do so well and so it's so annoying to hear you like have built up this confidence just to have her like kind of tear it down and it's like I feel like if teachers kind of knew a little bit better they could handle those situations a little better and I think like sitting down with you and talking about like that decision even like before saying something like that just being like okay what are you like, what excites you about this? What makes you nervous about it? Like, what are your thoughts? What, what's your plan to like do well in this instead of, yeah, like you said, just like putting you in a box. I feel like that is so. Yeah. 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 Yes. It all, like, I think when I was younger, it just made me so angry and it was like, I, I didn't want to try. And I also think that's another thing is like when the kids get our students, get so upset about this it's like it's it's almost like they're great like I know some kids there are some kids that like when they get put in these programs they're like okay I'm gonna work hard and that's like that's incredible and that's awesome for them but I know a big group of kids like I've even talked to some of the kids that have been in these programs with me before and it's like they're so upset about it and they 
and they really just don't know why they know they struggle, but it, it makes them feel a certain way. And so it's like, they're just like, I'm not going to try anymore. I know that's not everybody, but that's kind of how I was. It was like, I'm not going to try. And then my grades started to reflect it. And then it was like, oh, you really need to be in these programs. Like, that's the way that I felt. It was like, and I just hated it. Like, but I mean, now looking back, I think it's really the whole entire thing. Just all of it has really shaped me as a person, but like, it's helped me kind of like realize that like, school is definitely not everything and just like academics and stuff like that for me like I'm good at other things too it's not just you know school isn't like everything yeah well again it's like what you're saying it's like we so often I think try to make it causation and don't recognize like correlation like you know correlation versus causation and correlation doesn't equal causation just because you're in the program and your grades are lower like you don't know if that's because of that or like because of what it is. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, in fact, that could be like the program making you, like you said, like feel that way. I mean, what is the point? Like they don't believe in me. So like, why am I even? Yeah. And it's like you said, like, oh my gosh, I feel like we talk about this a lot at our school because like it is kind of a competitive, I guess, school, like when it comes to quote unquote academics and things like that. Yes. Yeah. School and like academics is not like the only measure of intelligence, like at all. And I mean, in psychology again this year, like we've talked a lot about different measures of intelligence and like there's interpersonal intelligence and like intrapersonal and there's like spatial intelligence. Like, like there's so many different things that it's so, yes, yeah. I think that we have kind of built our education system the way that we have. And I, I hope in the future that we make it a little bit more well-rounded to reflect, I think these different types of intelligence. Cause again, I mean, even the whole like special education system, it's very, I think closed in a way, like closed off in a way. Cause um, putting people in here based on, I mean, especially when it's based on like certain tests and things like that, it's like, it's, it's not that you're lacking. It's that it's just like a different, type of learning you know and I think that if we like yes exactly enhance that a little bit more then I think that so many people would be helped and hopefully we could avoid something like this stigma yeah I I really like think that too I think um the big yeah no I think sorry I just like blanked there for a second no um I was gonna ask you if you have any like kind of big closing thoughts like anything that like you wish people kind of knew about special education or that you like you kind of think that we could change yeah um I think honestly the the biggest thing is just like I think starting from a young age just teachers and like school employees just people in general spreading awareness and just like teaching people about like what disabilities are and I think schools do like do some of that but I think like implementing it throughout the whole year like through just like elementary school is like huge and like that would be such a big thing and I think could make a huge impact on so many people and like their understanding of it and then like people's self-esteem and then I think like um what comes with just like people getting up, like um, being a part of these programs and like having these diagnoses and stuff and getting all this help, like 
it'd be so good if they could meet with like a counselor at school that was like a part of the program and they didn't have to go out and like spend money or just have the kid just kind of like sit there with no clue what's going on and no counseling. Cause I think the counseling could be like a huge part of like having a conversation with somebody one-on-one being like, like, here's what's going on. Like you are smart and kind of just like almost showing you like your worth from a young age. Cause it's so hard to comprehend and like understand what's going on when they kind of just throw you in that situation without you have no idea. And it's, it's for me, it was so upsetting. It was like, what is going on? Like everybody else is in the classroom and I'm not. And it was like, was there something wrong with me? So I think it would be so good if like there was somebody like, there's nothing wrong with you. Like, here's what's up in a, you know, like an, an elementary student, like friendly way, like saying it like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I agree with everything. And I, I'm just, I honestly, honestly, I'm not just saying this because you're my friend. I am so humbled <laughs> to have a lovely conversation with such a smart and intelligent <sighs> and beautiful, Love you. lovely woman as you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, love you so much, girl.